Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa Bay sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. Today is Saturday, May 8th. I'm your host, Jim Barron. What to talk about today? We have the Lightning. Last couple games of the season, getting ready for the playoffs. Things are getting serious on the ice. We have the Rays with the sweep of the Angels. And of course, we'll be talking some NBA basketball as well and some golf. You want to call in? The number here is 877-448-7901. Or you can email sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I only owed a few thousand, but each time I got a letter, it was worse. I was going to lose everything, my savings, my house. And after this year, it was out of control. Then David called the tax experts at Get a Tax Lawyer. Get a Tax Lawyer can help settle the debt and get you a fresh start. Don't mess with the IRS. Call 800 654 9116 800-654-9116 that's 800-654-9116 now, now back to the show back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1 welcome back sports fans exciting time if you're a Lightning fan this is the last weekend of the season the regular season Lightning coming off a great win on Wednesday night with a 6-2 victory over Dallas uh, Eric Cernak had a goal and two assists to help us win. Of course, it's a very important weekend for a lot of reasons. Uh, we're going to talk about some of those reasons here in a second. One of them is, of course, we want to finish in the top two as far as the scenario for home ice when the playoffs start. Of course, right now we're tied with Florida and we're playing Florida on Sunday and Monday to wrap up the season here after the weekend with um, the Dallas Stars. Of course, like I said, we beat them on Wednesday, playing last night, and now we have two games with Florida to see how it ends up. Of course, we want that home ice. There's nothing, if it goes seven games, you want that final game to be played on your home ice. But I think even more importantly than that right now is the news of Stamkos and Kucherov practicing together this past week and getting ready for the playoffs. Uh, When the playoffs start, obviously, whether we have the home ice or not, you're going to have Stamkos and Kucherov back on the ice for the first time this year together. Of course, Stamkos played earlier out to a uh, injury the last couple of weeks. So we don't know how it's going to be when they first return. What I do know, though, is that it's going to be a period of you know, reacquaintance, getting used to playing uh, together and even just playing in general, if you Kucherov, off, you've had the whole year off, so you can have all the practices you want, the practice sessions and whatnot, but until you actually get into the heat of a game, you don't know how it's going to actually play out. So I guess the question is, with a couple games left, uh, the team chemistry that we have, I'm confident that we're going to um, actually finish second. We're going to beat... Uh, Florida twice, I believe, and secure that second uh, position and get the home ice. 
But now playoffs are going to start probably around May 15th or the 16th. You know, we'll see what happens because you have to have the Canadian teams finish up. They were, of course, a little bit behind because of some of the COVID situations up there. So, you know, Stamkos was talking earlier uh, today about some of the things that the uh, Bolts have to do. And one of his... One of his mantras was, you know, defend first and then the offense after that. So as long as the Lightning keep on producing on the defensive side of the ice, I think that this team is going to be okay. All year long, our defense is always... Uh, were the keynote whether we win or lose games. Vasilevsky, he's going to do a good job in the playoffs. I have no question about that. He'll uh, be up to his usual antics, standing on his head, stopping shots and whatnot. It's just going to be up to our defense to be able to help him out in that area. From the offensive side now, with the return of Stenner and Cooch, you know, how is Coach Cooper going to bring them along? Is going to put them on the maybe the third line, bring them in, possibly the second, uh, stagger them and, and see what happens? Because I'm not really worried about as the playoffs get going in the second and third round as they progress. But you always have that little bit of a um, insecurity in the first round, look what uh, the Blue Jackets did two years ago to us. No one expected that. So it's going to be a little bit of a getting used to each other again, period. And I think it's very important to see how that develops. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Should I mean, let me ask you this. If Stamkos is able to play now, should he be playing for the last couple games to be able to uh, you know, get back into the swing of it? Should they put Kucherov in there as well? or take the extra week off to give them more rest. It's an interesting topic. You can debate that. And I think that right now we're going to be going into the playoffs on either, I think it's either May 15th or 16th, with our full contingent of players. You know, what more could you ask for if you're a Lightning fan in that situation? I'd rather take my chances on being a little rusty. Most likely, you're going to hear after the first game, no matter what, whether we win or lose that game, that you're going to have to shake the rust off and get used to um, not going to be playing their full 20 minutes that they're used to when you first start. So you're going to have to um, kind of smooth your way into it, ease your way into it, if you will, and uh, just hope that the chemistry there and, you know, Sergachev and Tyler Johnson, they had great games, Braden Point, Killorn, the last couple games. So hopefully you don't want to disrupt the chemistry, but you also want your two best players back on the ice. And they're definitely, you know, two of the best along with, um, you know, of course, Hedman and everyone else contributes as well. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you think? Should Cooper bring Sam or Kucherov back? Maybe on Monday if they have to, to secure that um, home seed, home ice. Or should they just rest and come back on uh, the first round of the playoffs? Should be interesting. I'm sure either way, like I said, um, they're a well-coached team. I do think that with Stamkos having some extra time to rest, it can only help. I would like to see them out there playing together, and I'm really looking forward to the first round of the playoffs. Again, your thoughts. What do you think the best thing to do for the 
um, Lightning. Would it be to have them come back, like I said, on the playoffs for the first round or have them come back a little bit sooner and get some of the rust off and be ready for that? 877-448-7901. The other good thing about the playoffs starting is that they're going to be allowing, I think, 7,000 fans, I heard, for the playoffs which, of course, they're going to be there. And when you have 7,000 fans, it's not, the, of course, the full contingency of 16, 18,000 fans in Amelie, but I'm sure that the 7,000 will be making a lot of noise in there for the game. So, again, love to hear your thoughts. Shoot me an email, sports at power901.com, or call 877-448-7901, and let me know your thoughts. We'll be right back to keep the show going. Power 90.1. Now, in-home or in-office do-it-yourself COVID-19 testing is available to you. And the results are 99% accurate. Save your time and be safe by avoiding the lines and crowds. You can test yourself and your family members at home. Test your employees at work, making sure your workplace is safe. Simply call Citation Bioscience at the number we're about to give you to order your COVID-19 testing kits. When they arrive, follow the simple instructions and send them back to us with our prepaid shipping. Results are ready the next day in 95% of the cases. And remember, they are 99% accurate and reimbursable by your insurance company. Save your time, stay safe, and avoid the crowds. Order your COVID-19 kits now by calling this number now. 800-433-8399. 800-433-8399. That's 800-433-8399. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Hopefully everyone's enjoying the weather. I know it cooled off a little bit on Friday morning, but then uh, it, it warmed up pretty quickly. I'll tell you what, for uh, early part of May, it's definitely been hot this uh, last couple of days here. So uh, as it gets hotter and hotter, talk about, a little bit about football for a second with the Bucks. I think that if you look, the Bucks returned every starter on offense and defense from the Super Bowl, and that's in addition to Antonio Brown. So, you know, what do you do in the draft when you have everyone coming back? We took the uh, obviously a thirty-second pick. We took uh, Joel Tryon. Hopefully trying to bolster our uh, defense a little bit there. Help with Shaquille Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul. So, you know, Tyron can also play a little bit of special teams and uh, contribute that way. But when you have so many teams in the NFL right now uh, scrambling, trying to find a quarterback, there are a lot of cornerbacks uh, drafted as well. In a year where so much unknowingness is going on from so many teams in the NFL. It's nice to see our Bucks just kind of coasting along, um, drafting Kyle Trask there with the last pick. Uh, he gets to learn from Tom Brady for the next couple years. It's going to be a great experience for him coming from the Florida Gators. The way he sounded in his interviews, he just can't wait to um, get down here, obviously, and and meet some of the guys and get going, throw some passes with Brady and and break into the system and and learn what's going on. So it's nice to see nothing of any 
um, negativity going on anywhere with the Bucks right now. Knock on wood. Hopefully, it stays that way until the start of the season. We obviously we did sign Antonio Brown as we mentioned last time in the show. So it's really hard right now to think of a team in a uh, better position than the Bucks. Would love to hear your thoughts on it. If you disagree or agree? Eight seven seven. Four four eight seven nine zero one. What do you think the Bucks need to do to actually improve on their season last year? There are some people I'm hearing that are saying the Bucks can go undefeated in the season. Um, you know, it was funny. I heard Brady saying that he would trade in two of his Super Bowl rings to have a perfect season. Well, when he says something like that, it makes me start thinking that that may be what he's looking to do in, you know, this this year. But you never know. I mean, a perfect season, would you rather a Super Bowl or a perfect season? Well, as, as a Bucks fan, um, you can have both. Perfect season with the Super Bowl, obviously. But I would definitely take the, uh, the trip over... A perfect season or losing a game here or there. I think the important thing, as always, for the Bucks this year is to be able to maintain their quality of health on both sides of the ball uh, without some preseason games. They, they're actually adding a 17th game. And it's interesting because a lot of uh, people don't want that extra game. A lot of the players didn't want the extra game. But nonetheless, there is going to be 17 games. So it's going to be a little interesting how the coaches uh, use the rotation, how they use their bye week at different times during the season to evaluate different things and um, put some pieces of the pie together. I think with all that said, though, you have to be very happy with the situation that the Bucks are in right now in a chance to defend our title. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting division. Obviously, Atlanta got a little stronger with a great draft pick. You have the Saints not knowing what they're going to be doing. Now you have Drew Brees uh, retiring. Does that mean that we're going to see Jameis twice a year? That'd be interesting. See what happens in, in that scenario. And, uh, you know, so we'll see what's going to happen. But I do think that for right now, uh, as a Bucks fan, you have to uh, be saying that we've been in a position in the offseason this year that we haven't been in in a long time, if ever, for that matter. I don't remember a time where uh, I felt so comfortable in the offseason with the Bucks not having to fill any any holes right now. Like I said, we're the, the first time we're, we're returning every starter on offense and defense from the Super Bowl. It doesn't get much better than that, in my opinion, guys. But would love to hear what you have to say about that. want to touch a little bit about the Green Bay situation with Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, you, everyone knows by now his unhappiness with what's going on. With the Packers, I mean, I guess it's all started last year with the draft when they drafted Love as his backup quarterback and ultimate predecessor. Uh, he did not like that. He wasn't informed or part of that decision. So what do they do to fix that? Well, they don't tell him again about this year what they're doing in the draft. And because of that, there's a lot of animosity between him and the team, upper management. He wants the general manager fired. Um, he's saying he won't play again for the Packers under the current situation and circumstances. It's a very um, delicate situation right now. I, 
to a point, you know, if he's out there and he had a season last year where he was actually the MVP of the league. So it's not like he's in a decline right now. If anything, he's probably playing the best football ever. So I can't see him not wanting to play. What's he going to do? Go out there and host Jeopardy for the next year? I, I, I just I just don't see that. Who knows? It may happen, but I think he wants to go out there and play. So if not for Green Bay, who do you think it's going to be for? I think he mentioned a couple teams on the West Coast, but at this point, Green Bay is not accepting any calls or offers from anyone else. And uh, we're at a stalemate, I think, from what I'm hearing. So when you go out there from, you know, Rogers' standpoint, they're not really going out there and getting him offensive weapons to you know, get to the next level, which you know they've been to the NFC Championship game twice in the last two years. So the next step for them is to win the Super Bowl. What they've been doing is drafting some defensive players. Um, you can't argue with the success that they've had. If you want to argue anything, you can argue the play that they had against the, the Bucks in the NFC Championship game where there was definitely a disconnect between Rodgers and the head coach there about was third down, fourth down. Uh, Rodgers maybe could have uh, ran that third down play a little differently if he thought there was only going to be three downs. In his mind, he thought there was four, and that wasn't the case. But when you have a, a guy like Brady on the sideline wanting to get the ball back, I, I would think you have to go for it and four down. So I definitely think that was an error on the part of um, the Green Bay offensive staff with their play calling in that situation. So that did nothing to help the situation. So now you have a situation again where Rodgers wants to leave and doesn't want to play there. Green Bay is not taking any calls right now. I can see Rodgers' point to a certain level. The other side of that coin, which is just as relevant in my opinion, is you know, Rogers, stop whining. Go out there and make it work. You want to win a championship, obviously. You want to win a Super Bowl. So how is complaining about this right now going to help you in the current situation? You're still with Green Bay. They, what are you going to do? Retire? They could force you to retire and not play. It's not going to really help. It'll only get worse. Going to a different team, you know, the devil you know versus the devil that you don't know in so many situations. So I, I think that it's in his best interest to sit down with management, ownership, and make it work. Tell him, tell the, the team, tell the ownership, tell the management what it is that you want. Point blank and let them decide if they can accommodate you in that situation or not. Make it an amicable experience on both sides. And if it doesn't work out at that point, then it doesn't work out. You are under contract. So I would hope that you'd go out there and honor that contract and play 100% for each game. I'm sure you don't want to write a check for roughly $30 million to go someplace else to the Packers if that was a scenario. Maybe it's gone to the point where that's what you want to do. But I, I think at this point, it's more important for him to be able to solidify his legacy by going out there and winning a Super Bowl. Obviously, as a Bucks fan, we don't want to see that happen, especially you now being in the NFC, but that's what he wants to do is go out there. So overall, when you look at the whole picture, my final analysis on it is that he needs to be able to 
um, sit down, understand the situation that he's in, take his ego out of it. People say, well, is it a personal decision? Is it personal now with the um, management there? Or is it a business decision? It's actually both, and they both are intertwined, if you ask me. But when you start asking for someone to be fired, which he's doing in order to stay, then he needs to really come front and center, which he hasn't done to this point, and explain to everyone what he's thinking, why he's thinking, what he's thinking, and what he's asking for. If he goes out there, puts all his cards on the table and says, hey, here's what I'm asking for. Here's what I have asked for. Here's what I have not gotten. Here's what I think this team needs to get to the next level as a obviously viable cog in this Packers wheel. I think I have a should have a say in how it can profit everyone, benefit everyone by going forward and then put the owners on the Packers to either say, yeah, no, that's what we want, the same thing and here's what we're going to do or else, you know, listen, you're just one person on the team who made the decisions and, you know, force his hand that way. But at this point, I think the best thing that could happen is that Rodgers comes forward, makes a statement and lets people you know, everyone know what he's thinking, what's on his mind, what he wants to do so he can all get behind him so that he can focus on the upcoming season. Again, we'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901. We'll be right back to talk some more sports. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Talking a little bit about the Rays right now. I know in the last uh, show, uh, I had mentioned that the Rays will go as far as the offense is going to take them this year. I think that uh, we'll get a, a very good showing from the defense as we always do. Uh, we're seeing some great play by you know Wendell Adamas this week has been spectacular. Uh, I, I do think though that it will come down to the Rays being able to be consistent on the offensive side of the um, field on at the plate. But now saying all that, you listen to so many people around here in the area and. They're saying, oh, they're all down on their raise as far as not scoring runs and being in a slump. You know what? We just swept the Angels. And I'm going to get to uh, the game on Thursday night in a second. But we just swept the Angels, and we've won seven out of the last ten games. And those games were the Angels uh, and against the Astros as well. So, you know, you don't win seven out of ten games without you know, having some offense. I'm the first one to say that uh, the Rays really do need more consistency at the plate with, with several players. And there's probably some that we want to see more of and some players that we want to see less of at this point in the season. Again, you know, we've only played uh, 
what, 33 games. We're 18 and 15 right now going into the weekend. Game and a half behind Boston. There's only three and a half game spread between first place team Boston and then Baltimore um, at, at 15 and 16 in fifth place in that division. So, number one, it's too early to really be um, in too much of a tizzy about the lineups or the lack of production. I think that what's important right now is the last game that we had was Thursday night. You look at what happened with the comeback. I mean, we were down, I believe it was three to one, three, three, zero, three to one. We scored seven runs in the eighth inning. And if you listen to Zanino after the game talking, uh, he actually has six home runs this year already. So, uh, he's having some good output. He thought that that was the turning point for the Rays from the offensive side of the ball. Now, if that may be or may not be true, I don't think obviously anyone, including him, knows for sure. But when a player says that, I can tell you from watching that game, that was the first time all season that I saw some of the magic that we had last year throughout the playoffs and winning all those games, getting to the uh, World Series, winning the American League Championship. So last uh, Thursday Thursday night was the game that really did look special to me if you're looking at uh, crucial moments and optimism for the season. So, you know, as we get ready to go to the uh, to play Oakland this weekend, Oakland's always tough for us. They give us a lot of fits and... Uh, if we can take two out of three there, then it would be a great road trip. But you're not going to be able to win all the games. It's, it's a process. You have to trust the process. You have to be able to grow. A lot of people are saying, you know, they'd like to see less um, of, of some people, more of someone like Wander Franco. You know, get him up here as soon as possible. And let him start playing. All right, so let's say you bring Franco up. Where are you going to play him right now? Adamus, I mean, his bat came alive a little bit in this past series. You really want his glove out there. So, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, if, if you look at the Rays, you have Wendell now playing third. You're not going to take the bat out of his hands. If you play for the Rays, and you're an infielder, you're going to probably be able to play all, at least at least all three positions on the infield. Um, you know, second, short, third, they're interchangeable you know, between uh, Lau and uh, Adamas and Wendell. You're going to have all those guys that you might want to play Mieha a little bit. You know, Zanino, though, sometimes has a hot bat. Of uh, You know, Kiermaier looks to be uh, really coming into his own a little bit not just from at the plate, but more of a leadership role is what I see him doing now. Uh, Randy, you know, Rosarina, he's he's getting back to his uh, the way he was at the end of last season. I, I think that, you know, he's going to continue to have a, a good year. But I'll tell you the one thing that has impressed me the most over the last week here is that it looks like Cash is allowing the team to be able to play a little bit more small ball than he has in the past. I think he was trying to get the team 
out of the hitting slump a little bit, letting them run. I think we had, you know, four stolen bases on Thursday night and eight stolen bases this week, which is probably, uh, I don't know the stats, but if you looked it up, probably a lot more than we did in some months last year. So I think Cash is trying to, um, you know, change things up a little bit. And I like the way that he's doing it with advancing the players, um, a little hit and run, advancing the players, bunting at the plate. So Watch watch that as we go forward, because once that starts to happen, then I think more players get confident. And this is a team that never gives up anyway. So if they're able to start finding a new way of beating teams by maybe playing a little bit of the small ball, the National League style, and, and winning that way, that's just one more a weapon in their arsenal, which is going to make uh, play big dividends for us as the season goes on. Uh, if if you look at some of the the players right now, you know you have Meadows coming alive this week. He has seven home runs already, uh, seventeen RBIs. He's had a great week, and he's gonna I, I think keep on playing the, the way he is. Wendell, like I said, he's been in my opinion the MVP of the team so far. You got to find a way to have him out there every game and and you know keep his production up and he's he's a vacuum out there on third. So as far as bringing Wander Franco up, yeah, you know, when it's time, definitely bring him up. But I think right now these teams as we start to be able to get a little bit uh some more continuity. It was nice to see McHugh go out there and pitch the other day. Uh, he looked good. Our pitching staff is, is, is they're going to be okay. Um, again, it is still early looking for the rotation that fits looking for putting all the pieces in place still. Um, you know, you might want to look at Susugo and, um, you know, see what happens with him. If he can't get going, then maybe make a move with him. Brosseau's, in a good place. Sometimes Phillips has helped out in certain situations. I think you want him in that dugout at all times. He brings something to the team. Uh, sometimes that um, it's not always on the field, your contribution to the team. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. Your thoughts on the race so far this year. What do they need to work on? What are you happy with so far? We'll be right back to continue the show on Power 90.1. Christine Anz with Keller Williams is on the air saluting the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Each and every day, their tireless efforts shall never go unnoticed. This proud military salute is brought to you by Christine Anz with Keller Williams. With 10 years of experience for all your residential and commercial real estate needs. Call 813-368-2699. 813-368-2699. That's Christine Anz with Keller Williams reminding everyone to salute the men, women, and veterans. Now, now back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show Power 90.1. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Not a game. Not a, not not the game that I go out there and, and die for and play every game like it's my last. Not the game. We talking about practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? Man, we talking about practice. I know I'm supposed to be there. I know I'm supposed to lead by example. I know that. And I'm not I'm not shoving it aside. You know, like it don't mean anything. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. But we talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice? 
We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. So that was Allen Iverson 20 years ago, anniversary of his famous, we're talking about practice. So if you remember going back then, Iverson obviously was a great player for the Sixers and um, to tie that into what's going on in the NBA right now, some people that are not practicing right now is LeBron James uh, as well as Anthony Davis on the Lakers. Now with the playoffs right around the corner, I'll tell you what, um, there's a play, there's two teams that will be in the uh, uh, play-in for the playoffs and it looks right now as though the Lakers may be one of them. They have seven losses in the last nine games and uh, if it, if they don't turn things around here pretty quick and this weekend, I know that Davis twisted his ankle uh, a day ago, he won't be playing. LeBron will be playing. But I'll tell you what, the Lakers are in tw- trouble right now. I think that if you uh, look at some of the things, the way that the, the Clippers rolled them the other day and they owned the season series, uh, it's going to be tough for the Lakers to repeat this year. They may not even win the first round of the playoffs the way things are. So uh, interesting week of basketball coming up. I think that uh, if you look at the East, you have Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Those are the three teams that are, I think, prominent that will win. One of those three will win the East depending on how healthy Brooklyn is. Embiid and Philly look strong. Uh, They have a good bench as well. I don't, whether they can overcome a healthy Brooklyn team is yet to be seen. Uh, and, and whether or not Milwaukee, you don't want to um, underestimate them come playoff time either. So it should be a, an interesting uh, last couple weeks here for the NBA. And we'll see what uh, all that falls down. Unfortunately, guys, that's all the time that we have this week. It always goes by too quickly. But uh, I do want to say that I hope everyone has a great weekend and is able to celebrate their mothers in some way during this Mother's Day weekend. I know my mom is no longer with us here, but I'll be thinking of her tomorrow. Uh, she was always a, my biggest fan growing up when I was just playing basketball. And um, good game, bad game, didn't really matter. You know, she was always there. So I'm sure there's so many stories in sports on both sides, women and men's sports, how uh, the sacrifices that not just the mothers, but no moms and dads made to be able to um, ensure that uh, the kids were able to go out there and and make the ice time if you're playing hockey or, you know, get them to practice and, and everything else. So if your mom's still alive, pick up the phone, give her a call. Wish her a happy Mother's Day. Tell her you love her and have a great weekend. That's all the time we have. Unfortunately, have a great weekend. This is Jimmy B saying thank you for listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show and we'll catch you next week. Take care.